Us youth living here, especially in the West, we are being so tempted, Abdi. Being disciplined is a necessity to navigate. True. To, to hold yourself back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How many things are we being tempted with, Abdi? Oof, God knows. God, Lord, Lord. knows. It's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to say it is a cakewalk of just, oh, I'm a discipline. I'm not going to do it. It's called discipline for a reason. Imagine you're on a road. Imagine now holding on the steering wheel. That's your discipline. You holding on to stay on that straight path. Mm -hmm. But just letting go of and letting the car go wherever it goes, doing what you want to do. And as soon as you reach a bump, it's too late for you to grab onto the wheel and, and what's straighten gonna it happen? out. You'll crash. Know what direction exactly you're going at because at the end of the day, that finish line is waiting for you. And that's death. Whoa, 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 whoa. Abdi. Deadly episode. Very, 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 yeah, a little bit. very, very interesting. A little bit longer. <laughs> what was the accent? Indian. The My accent Indian was accent. unnecessary. My Indian Is that accent. offensive? No, I love Shall Indian people. Shall that's not. Very interesting. You've been watching video. Bollywood lately? Is that what oh, it is? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Stop. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this Kumar. is a good episode, huh? Wallahi, mashallah. Alhamdulillah. I'm not even going to cap. This video was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Talked about a very... Something we, all, all, something we can all relate to. Wallahi, bro. I'm going to tell you that right now. Especially like, as youth. Self-control, self-discipline. Something we all struggle with. You know what I'm saying? We shared from discipline. our perspective. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? You can't live life without discipline. Me tell you the truth. Facts. You know? Subhanallah. But, hey, hey, we talked about like navigating life in the West and staying disciplined, developing self-control, the struggles we have with our environment. Mm -hmm. Also, I also talked about a little bit my experience in a Muslim country. Facts. Seeing how environment kind of supported the importance of environment mm -hmm. and self-control, self-discipline. Talked about fitness as well. You know what I'm Talked saying? about the fitness we struggle with. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? And how we develop self-control and ma maneuver it and navigate it. So y'all could take from that. You know what I'm saying? If y'all also struggling with the stuff that we struggling with. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> what you making that face about for? I'm thinking about bloopers to do. Bloopers? Yeah, so I was making you blooper faces. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, all right, y'all, inshallah. Tap into this episode. We hope y'all enjoy. Make sure to like before y'all go there. Liked it. Liked this video. Sorry. I was too aggressive. <laughs> that was too aggressive, bro. Uh -huh. You scared like 10 people away. No, I didn't. Huh? All right, y'all, inshallah. Tap into this episode. We hope you guys enjoy. Inshallah. See you on the other side. Peace. Peace. Assalamu alaikum. Y'all tuning in to another episode of Talk Ya Haq. I'm your Sidris. And I'm your host, Abdi Kareem. And we back in the set. What? We born and back. I'm hey. sorry. It took a little while. A little bit longer than usual. But Usually seen? we hear like every week. This one took about what? Two weeks? But yeah. alhamdulillah, hopefully it's well worth it. You know what I'm no saying? I'm we saying. got the set look a little bit more special. Bought you guys a little, you know what I'm saying? A little something to look at a little better. <laughs> yeah, so over here we added some decoration the best that we could. Yeah. yeah alhamdulillah, man. we have the Quran. We have a globe. We have some, some symbolism, inshallah. Yeah. And the Quran is our way of life. So alhamdulillah. All right, brother. Let's catch up. What you been up to, fams? Well, like, honestly, I've been just studying for the police testing, you know what I'm saying, lately. How's that going? Um, It's going all right, you know, just anxious, nervousness, you know what I'm saying, like mm. any test you would take, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to fail, but alhamdulillah, like, I think so do far you feel, so good. Do you feel that you're ready? Yeah. Uh, you've been studying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm okay well enough to pass the test. Mm. It's just, you know, that nervousness just to get over with, you know, just to see how well I do. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it is. But it's just overall, like a regular. Even if you prepared, mm -hmm. you always gonna get that feeling. Yeah, it's like you know what I'm saying. Even if you you know what the answers are gonna be, facts, facts, you facts. have that like, oh dang, what if they change the words up? Or you know, you mm. just never know. So okay. I'm just excited to see what they gonna put up in the board for me. I feel you. I feel you. 
How's the summer in general been for you? Wallahi. Yeah, man. <laughs> bro, it's been hot. No, no, no. Bro, it's no, been hot. It's Especially down here, bro, where we at. Yeah. Ain't no fan, guys. Hot, Ain't no AC. Hot can't even describe nothing. My mom was so hot. Like, she was like, like she couldn't handle the heat. Are you serious? To the point where she was like, I want to go to a hotel. And she was yelling at everybody in her front. I want to go to a hotel right now. Take me to a hotel. Are you serious? I ain't called no, ain't no 15 AC. different hotels, bro. They're all booked. Subhanallah. That's how I... Literally, my dad was saying... One that of was our the neighbors, heat wave. The yeah, heat wave. Uh, one of our neighbors left to go to a hotel. It took him three days to find it. Three days? Mm-hmm. Subhanallah. That's the hottest I've ever seen in Washington, bro. Back to back? Yeah, I... Hey, we know for the rain, but like yeah, I'm we, telling you, this was something different. No, no, no. This, this, this was some Saudi stuff, bro. Outrageous. <laughs> outrageous. Hey. I don't think we deserve that, Seattle. Hey, hopefully it don't Hopefully it don't happen again, bro, because... No, no, no. They, they say that it's, 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 you know what I'm saying, Seattle's due for one. Another heat wave? Yeah, it's due for a bunch of those, because usually... The most hot it gets in Seattle is like 90. Yeah. 80 at the That's latest, the hottest. You know though. what I'm saying? But 100, 104, 110. 109. Last time I ever experienced that heat, bro, was the summertime in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. When I went there for Hajj, bro, mm-hmm. it was hot, hot. That was the only time. But like at least there was a breeze when I was out there, bro. Mm-hmm. There was a breeze. Over here, there was no breeze. No, it was tough. Bro, it was so hot to the point if you look up, ain't no clouds near it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It, but, it was oh, unusual. We went by bro. the water, though. I remember. Oh yeah, yeah, that was paddleboarding. You know what I'm saying? I wish we took video so we could put that on yeah, here. Yeah, that was pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie, paddleboarding. We failed to stand up a lot. I don't know what paddleboarding we was doing. <laughs> we were sitting out. We was laying down on the boards. Yeah, I was. I was vibing. I lost falling my, into the water. Uh, my paddleboard. My paddle. Your whole paddle. Yes. Yes, and I got away with eighty dollar fine. Forty dollars to replace. And then my other brother, my older brother, lost his whole situation. But that was a good time. Yeah, you know no, it was, was dope. I'm not it was a good lie. time. You feel me? But how you doing, man? Bro, alhamdulillah, bro, let me tell you. <laughs> so my son just found out how to walk. And let me tell you, bro. Oh, my God, bro. I thought that him crawling and him getting heavy, because, you know, around like six, seven, eight months is when they so heavy, you holding your arm. It's like, bro, can you start walking? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to hold you no more. Yeah. But now it's like, bro, he don't want me to hold him. He just want to run. He just learned how to walk. He just want to walk. He want to stumble. So everything is a hazard. Mm. So it's a whole nother thing to get used to. Before, even now, I'm still worried about him sitting on the couch and him rolling off. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, bro, he's going to bump his head on this corner. He's going to hit this. He's going to hit that. So it's like, I'm on my toes, bro. So... It's a new, it's a new stage, new experience. And he's man. not even running all the way; he's just walking. So I'm like, when he starts running, bro, what is that gonna be like? What I call it? Because when I have him, bro, no, he don't, he's not gonna. You think he's gonna listen? Mm. He go, he's not gonna listen Unt- unless he gets a little bit older. Because right now they're just kids; they don't yeah, know nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're looking at you like, yo. What, what? <laughs> yeah, that boy just, you know what I'm saying? I seen the video today; it made me laugh. Adventure. The guy was so tired; he just flopped and just stayed on the ground, just. Close his eyes. I almost started laughing. <laughs> so Alhamdulillah, that's been good. He just turned a year. So uh, Alhamdulillah, it's just amazing to see him grow, get older. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mashallah, tabarakallah. So. And also, bro, four classes. I've been taking four classes mm-hmm. in the summer. Very, very busy. Uh, uh, so Alhamdulillah, bro, I'm prepping for senior year. Okay. Um, so cranking out a lot of things. 
and juggling this podcast, editing and all that stuff. Hopefully, my brother's getting his laptop, so we both tag team in this, bringing you guys more content, more yeah. consistently. Inshallah. Everything uh, will work out the way it's supposed to work inshallah, out. Inshallah, inshallah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Whatever, the thing is with this, guys, like we don't have a... The interesting thing is we don't have a clear direction of where we want to go. Don't lie, we don't We know. just vibe it, bro. Yeah. You the know? crazy thing is even like with him, like sooner or later, you know what I'm saying? My boy going to be in Egypt studying. Then Egypt, Saudi, Muslim country, whatever Muslim country. Inshallah. Yeah. May Allah accept it if that's what's decreed. Because, I mean. you know what I'm saying? I don't I, you know, you know, my goal is not it's not really here, mm-hmm. you know. But like, we our our passion is both sharing whatever we feel like is of goodness, a yeah. beneficial thing that we could talk about yeah. that people can relate with. Then boom, we're gonna put it out, you know. Yeah, wherever we are. True, I'm not gonna you know? lie. Yeah. So and whatever season of our life, like we passed our teenage years, we went to high school together, and we were like, man, we went through a lot in high school, bro. The yeah, things that I we s- see. I still, I don't really, you just said you're not a teenager. I just thought that hit me somewhere else. I was like, wait, what? I'm not really. Am I, what am 18, I? that was how many years ago? Almost four years ago, right? We got to, how old are you? You're about to turn 22. Yeah. Right? In December. Yeah. I'm about to turn. So it's going to be a, like, it's coming up, bro. Almost four years since high school. Like, that is trip. That's trippy, bro. So, subhanAllah, bro. So, like, we went through different stages in our life that we're like, man, there was so much things we had to navigate. And... Hey, whatever stage that we're in our life, yeah, it's it's only right to share what we can give. True. Hey, right, bro. So, what's been on our mind this week that we want to vibe and talk about? Well, I honestly, man, we wanted to talk about something. It wasn't even like the funny thing was me and him were just uh, upstairs just discussing. We were like, what are we gonna talk about this week? Yeah, discuss. What are we gonna talk about, bro? Mm. And then I remember I said something along like, what was it? Commitment. Commitment. That's, and what context were you talking about? And that? I was talking about just being committed to like the religion. Right. To whatever goals you have. Right. All that stuff, you know? Right. But out of nowhere, we just heard a little, you know what I'm saying? Our brother, you know, Jabril, out of nowhere, just said, y'all should talk about discipline. Look at that. Mm, Boom. Discipline. That's deadly. Discipline it is today. <laughs> That's what we bringing to y'all today. Yes, sir. The topic of discipline. Because, you know hey, Lord knows we all need some discipline in our lives. Huh? Facts. So why do you think this topic is especially relevant, bro? The topic of discipline for the youth. What you think? Well, I wanted to hear from your perspective when it came to, like, the aspect of the dean. The dean perspective. Yeah. Man, okay, I would say, bro, first and foremost, because we can look at discipline, how to implement discipline in our dean, in our lifestyle, in our work, in our yeah. fitness, all of that, right? But from the dean perspective, bro, I would say that for us youth living here, especially in the West, we are being so tempted, Abdi. We're being so tempted left and right. So being disciplined is a necessity to navigate, True. to to hold yourself back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How many things are we being tempted with, Abdi? Oof, God knows. God, Lord, Lord. knows. But what we got to do, we got to be a little bit disciplined. Yeah. We got to hold ourselves back. We got to practice some self-control, some self-restraint. Because why? We fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We want the reward of the akhirah, right? Yeah. Goodness in this dunya and goodness in the akhirah. And we all know that a lot of these pleasures that they're throwing at us, bro, mm-hmm. it's really harmful. True. So I think discipline is um, essential because we want to learn how to navigate as youth, um, pre- prevent ourselves from harm, yeah. right? And um, yeah, just keep it upright. How about you, Femo? For me, I see it from the aspect of like the dunya, you know what I mean? Okay. Like being disciplined in the dunya, especially for the youth. Like for one, excuse me, I'm just burping. I just drink water. Oh my God. <laughs> nah, but like 
being disciplined as a, like wise is so important for the youth to really understand, especially people our age and my for me too, you know what I'm saying? To understand really discipline. Mm. I would say it's because like we see so many different things, you know what I mean? Right. Like from the good and bad and like I could talk about it from the aspect of like wanting like to do better. Whether mm. it comes from the aspect of just like uh, stronger in your iman, you know what I'm saying, gotcha. and also stronger in like you know what I'm saying your self accountability, okay. doing what you need to do, making sure that you know what exactly where you want to go and stuff in like life, that. Your you direction, me? In direction, you know what I'm saying. Right. That takes discipline. Facts. You feel me? Yeah. That takes for someone to be you know buckle down and be like, yo, hold on, wait a minute. This ain't right where I'm going. I need to go the other way. Right. Like for example. You're doing this police academy thing, mm-hmm. yeah, you and, because that's been a dream of yours, a goal of yeah. yours, and what you've been doing like earlier, prepping for this test. You feel me? And not even that, with mm. like with also being a police officer, with so many like negative comments that I get from people. Mm. You feel me? I still have to be disciplined enough to be like, you know what? That's not your dream that you want to do. You don't know why I'm doing it. Mm. I have a different purpose of doing why I want to do those things. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So I have to discipline myself and hold myself accountable not to be, not to. You know what I'm saying? Follow what they want me to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like those distractions. Yeah. One of those things discipline does for you is in the face of distractions, you're able to stay focused. True. You're able to stay committed. Yeah. You get to, like, you know what I'm saying? In a way, cancel out the 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 bad noise. Mm. You feel me? The noise that doesn't want you to accomplish whatever it is you want to do. That you're set out to accomplish. You feel me? Yeah. And they themselves don't even know, like, like, what if... The reason why I wanted to become a cop is maybe it's because it's my calling. God mm-hmm. had that purpose of me. Yeah. Maybe one day finding out something and helping other people in that aspect. You feel me? Facts, facts. Not knowing what exactly it is, but as a kid. Mm. You can ask some of my middle school friends. They'll tell you what did Obti wanted to be when he was younger. Always said police. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So it was just that. So I, like you said... Holding myself accountable and being disciplined. I feel like what really, really taught me discipline, mm. football. Okay, let's talk about that because we both play football together. Yeah. Because I do agree with you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Football <laughs> keep you in check. Football, you know what I'm saying? Because it may, like, it, from the aspect of, like, holding yourself. American football, by the way, for y'all international. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> but what you would call it? Like, football, like, for one, I remember our coach used to tell us, like, if you mess up on an assignment, that mm. messes up your whole team. Facts. So you're not disciplined or you're not holding yourself accountable to learn your plays, know exactly what you need to be at, studying mm. the other team, their cadence, their what they do when the guard puts his whole hand on the ground and puts pressure on it or right. when he doesn't put pressure on it. You know what I'm saying? Like when we're watching film. St- uh, paying attention to the little things. Yeah, paying attention to the little things mm. and coming to workouts coming to practice on time, mm. making sure that you're on top of your grades. I remember I remember my coach, Mac, he would always say, he would always say, you guys think this is just football. Watch, when you guys start working, when you start having your wives, when you start having children, this would translate into that. Yeah. And that's true because you got to show up. That's what I recommend, but every young person should play sports. Mm-hmm. Like, but I never understood... How are you not, what are you doing outside of school? Like, I understand that you have madrasa, the parents are keeping you busy. Yeah. But, bro, life is such a dangerous time, bro, in high school. Mm-hmm. Especially How- when you play sports, bro, it straight up, it just don't, it make you know exactly. The thing I loved about sports mm. is because it made me stay on top of my grades. There you go. When, when you, Your priorities. You know what I'm saying? Your priorities. Facts. If you don't got a 2.0 or above, brother, yeah. you ain't playing. 
You feel me? Yeah. Off season, I used to love how Coach Mack used to come to us. I mm. promise you, he came to me one day because I was fit. I wasn't fit. I had a D in what's it called? IB Biology. That's a failing. He came to me to write up. He said, "Come to my office." You know? I said, "What's yeah. up, Coach?" He said, "Tell me your grades." You know? And me, I, like I didn't know he knew like how to access my grades and stuff. So I'm like, "Doing straight, Coach. I got A's." Couple of B, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing all right. I say really, huh? Oh uh, yeah. All right. I see. He said, "I'll see you running two miles when I practice." So what do you mean? Did you got a D? I said, "Hold up. What? How do you know?" <laughs> said, "Nah, you can't be having those grades." Boom. Next thing I know, I was in Miss Melu. Hey, Miss Melu, how you doing? Great. You well, Miss Melu, I miss Miss Melu. Oh my God. You know, hey, we gotta though, visit the school. Bro, yeah. Inshallah. Even though you know what I'm saying, I think you know she loved me, but at the same time. You know, we have our own reasons. You know why. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, man, I don't know. Maybe I was the better student. I don't know. Oh, no, I don't know. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? It's just, hey, love relationship, I guess. But, nah, she's a dope teacher. But well, I, all I know was it just straight up, it made me straight up like, hey. Because he held us accountable. Yeah. But now, bro, we're adults now. Now so he ain't there to hold ain't you nobody, accountable. Yeah. So you just got to remember. Ain't nobody going to hold your Coach hand. told me to do? Oh, nah, bro, you better buckle up. Hey, and not only that, it's like you. Uh, once upon a time, your parents was maybe able to tell you to do what you got to do, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's you got to take care of yourself. But honestly, though, what who, like who really honestly listens to our parents, though? Like that's be, that's what I'm saying. Back in the day, though, when we were kids, we had to listen to our parents. Oh yeah, back then it was just a whooping if you ain't listening. Uh, you know, Dots getting thrown at you, you getting a hocking broken on your back. I had mm-hmm. a. I'm not even going to that. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? So, but then once you like, you know, what I'm saying, start yeah, having yeah. a. Your, your own mind but some people never develop that right the the self accountability the self discipline that's why it's so important yeah so i want to ask you this abdi mm-hmm. why is it so important to be disciplined and what are maybe the dangers like what are the dangers abdi of being undisciplined as a youth especially us bro living out here in the west for one like you said living out in the west mm. the one thing that's really uh, publicized and like what we really see in this world mm. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? It's fitna. Mm. Let's be honest with each other, you feel me? You ain't capping. Like, that's all you really see. So, like, from your phone to TV to going to school, you feel me? Boom. Everywhere you go, you're going to see something. Facts. So, if you hold yourself accountable, like, and you stay, you know what I'm saying, and you know exactly what's good for you and what's not, then you get to understand why those things, you know what I'm saying, why you shouldn't do, do those things. Mm. And the dangers of it is because it could lead you from one the most important thing, being, you know what I'm saying, being far away from Allah, you know what I'm saying, that's one. Number two is, if you start to get in, into those things, your chances of you wanting to be successful in life are slim. Because all you're worried and focused on is either woman, drugs, or whatever it could be. Mm. You feel me? So then you, your, your whole, exactly, no so your whole brain, the way it thinks is, I'm going to do this, and when the time comes for me to buckle up, I'll do it. Well, mm. Then you distract yourself, but then when that time comes, you know what I'm saying you're already too gone. Like to what, buckle up. That's what we were talking about. It's like what, what? Like if you get to that stage, Subhanallah, and Abu Bilal, may Allah protect us all from yeah, that. I mean, it's like we always tell ourselves, "Oh no!" Like you hear it a lot. Oh, I'm gonna repent later. I'm gonna do Hajj later. I'm gonna do this later. But how many people they have apostated and left the Deen? How many people have questioned some of the things that sh- the Sharia has claimed come with the Quran and the Sunnah has come with? They've questioned it so much. They've questioned the Hadith so much that some people they don't take from the Hadith. True. Some people they don't even take from the Quran, and they add their own ideas in it. So it's like they got so far off that they start rejecting this deen. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
you know what I'm saying? This part of that discipline is the danger of it is that it's like imagine you on a imagine you on a road. Yeah. Imagine that holding on the steering wheel, that's your discipline. You holding on to stay on that straight path, right? Mm-hmm. But just letting go of and letting the car go wherever it goes, doing what you want to do, just going with the direction. And as soon as you reach a bump, it's too late for you to grab onto the wheel and, and what's straighten gonna happen? it out. You're going to crash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, that's, what, that's, the, that's the danger, bro. It's like, and you know, at the end of the day, only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, guides us because I rem- and protects us from evil and uh, gives us the strength to do good. And I remember mm-hmm. listening to a khutbah. Well, and this gave me so much strength. Well, I remember a sheikh was saying uh, the fact that the statement saying "la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah." You know, that's what we're saying when adhan is going off. Mm-hmm. When when the, when they're saying uh, in the masjid, when you listen, "Hey, ala salah, hey, ala falah." When you hear that, what are you responding to that? What are you responding? You're saying "la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah" because you're saying there's no might, there's no strength, no might to do good or abstain from evil mm-hmm. except through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Facts. So any action that we're doing, bro, yeah. like we're trying to pray salat and we think, man, I just can't do it. Or we're trying to read Quran and we just can't do it. Or, man, this girl's tempting me too much or about a big. All this temptation, we think it's us mm-hmm. that have the strength. Yeah. But really it's not us, bro. We're weak. We're weak. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when I heard that khutbah, bro, that hit a switch. Mm. That hit a 180. Okay. I say like, bro, I'm fundamentally I'm weak, bro. I ain't got no self control. I need Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala because if I look at all this stuff that's tempting me, fam. Yeah. I got all this stuff. The only thing that's gonna keep me upright is Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. My like, I wanted to ask you a question with that. Yeah. For someone who visited, you know, what I'm saying a Muslim country. Okay. You know, what I'm saying who's been there, who's done Hajj over there as well. Yeah. Who's spent a lot of time over there more than in, you, you spend a lot of time, right? Right. And I pray I go back and make dua, inshallah. You know what I'm saying? But that someone who did that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who, like, was there for a while and stuff like that. Yeah. My question to you is, with that being said, mm. what's it called? what do you see in the difference between the youth over there and the youth over here? Bro, to be honest with you, this is a good question. I remember when I went out there, I was shocked, first of all, because mm-hmm. I saw this young kids... I'm talking four or five years old, six years old, on the street hustling, bro. So I'm looking at my other and my auntie. I'm like, yo, Edo, what in the world? Mm-hmm. This person, four or five years old as in the United States, bro, we, we don't let them go outside by themselves. We watching them. We looking out for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're on their iPad. We say, sit down. Yeah. Over there, bro, they were making money. Something like something is different, bro. And a part of me felt bad because I was like, look, they had to hustle for what they get, you know? Yeah. But another part of me says, subhanAllah, this is a, there's a blessing in here in some capacity. They have a strength that I don't really see here in the United States. They have a certain uh, maturity that I don't see. True. Um, and I think some of that is because, you know, comfortability, it breeds complacency. Yeah. And we very comfortable out here. I mean, me and you both know. Look uh. at these pillows. Y'all see these pillows. Hey. Y'all see this pillow. This is some kind of, what is this fabric called? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Cushion fabric. Let's call it that. We comfortable. Over there, hey, bro, the only comfort you're going to get is the AC. <laughs> That's all you're going to get. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So over there, bro, it's a little bit more harsh. But because of that, you got to be a little bit more mature. So, But over here, bro, I see a sense of people that were five years old versus people that's 18 here, the five-year-old is more mature. That's saying a lot. You know, and the thing is, I can't say discipline in terms of holding back from fitness and stuff like that because yeah. I'm not, you know, they say a society is like an iceberg. All you see is the, 
the the top of it you don't really see all the other hidden layers of it that's any culture yeah so i wasn't embedded in there enough to see all the nuances of the culture but from a surface level and if you look at it here from a surface level you can see the difference is night and day i'm sure over there they got their issues but discipline in general i think the environment played a big role in the maturity level the discipline and the self-control because that environment facilitated a certain practice do you think if like let's say those five-year-olds and those kids that lived there if they were to get like you know what i'm saying the media like if they were involved in the media of using ipods watching youtube and stuff like mm. that do you think they would be the same well bro I'm, I'm sure they do have those stuff but you know the muslim countries where they'd be restricting the content though yeah. They'll be telling, like, if you go on it, bro, I remember I was on the thing. Some of the websites, like, I'm trying to look at a news or whatever, they take it down because why? Inappro- something inappropriate might be on there or whatever. You can get past those with a VPN. But in general, they do a little bit of censoring there. Mm-hmm. Even the billboards, bro. I'm looking at the billboard. I'm seeing children wearing clothing. I swear the children were blurred. All you saw was the shirt. <laughs> the shirt, bro. And all you see around it is blurred sides around it. I said, wow. What are they blurring? The people, the kids have jeans and they're covered. <laughs> and it's, it's a boy and a girl. Both of them are covered. I said, subhanAllah. I think this was like Medina. I'm crossing into this highway. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, Medina, Medina have everything on lockdown. I was like, but like in general, like even Jeddah, like I was there in Jeddah a little bit. I wasn't there a little. A lot of time I was spending in the Haram, right? Yeah. But yeah, bro, like you definitely see them going out of their way. The environment is very, you know? And you know, I don't like though. This is another thing I want to add. Like people will talk down on a Muslim country. Yeah. I'm sorry. A Muslim country will always be better than here. Always. Okay. Hold on one second. I want to say I want to tell him something. Right. For anybody that wants, you know, what I'm saying to at least to do a podcast solo to talk about his Hajj experience, comment down below. Hajj. Life changing. Hajj. Inshallah. Let us know. Just comment down below. Hajj, if you want it. But yeah, that was a life changing experience for me, bro. But what was I saying? This. What was I saying? I don't know what I was You were saying. talking about Hijra and how the difference over there is and how. Yeah, if yeah. They were to describe. May Allah all give. May Allah give us the means to uh, make Hijra to the land of, the, of course, the Muslims. And to contribute to those places mm-hmm. and uplift those places with the resources that we have. Because but here's the thing, though. Like, you would say that, like, since you're an American, right, and you were born and raised here, right. and all, you, you know what I'm saying, your life, all you're really accustomed to is being an American as kid, right? Oh, yeah? You would, of course, say that it's better to live here. Uh, it's better to live in a Muslim country than here, right? Mm-hmm. But if you ask a Muslim person, oh, like, yeah? for once, I, I, I asked somebody, you know, who's dear close to me, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah? They're from They're from Yemen. Oh, yeah? All right? I asked this person, I said, would you go back to Yemen? They said straight up, no. Mm. I said, why? They said, it's, no, it's not good out there. Why? What did they say? Hmm? I, I can guess why, but what did they say from their experience? You know what I'm saying? Probably because, because it's poverty. Poverty, war, yeah. War, unstable. Mm-hmm. There are Muslim countries that are stable. Yeah. Economics are growing. There's resources. And I'm, I'm not saying just go there and be reckless. I'm, I'm saying, uh, brother, you get your resources, get your education, well, you know you're ambitious because contribute to like to when other they used places. to live there, right? How you like you would still have, you know what I'm saying, like predators as men. You know what I'm saying they still existed over there everywhere. I you mean. know what I'm saying, yeah, everywhere. You know your not kids can get snatched up here. Your kids can get snatched up over there. Yeah, anywhere that can happen. You I just me? don't like the fact I'm not making. Go again. This is the topic of environment, right? Mm-hmm. And how environment plays the role of self control and discipline. This is why we're talking about this. But, bro, I'm going to say, like, I don't like when people say, like, when people talk about moving to a Muslim land, they yeah. get uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And they like to get defensive and they lock up. They say, well, the Muslim country is doing this, the Muslim country is doing that. But they have la ilaha illallah. 
they have the deen. Mm-hmm. At least you hear the adhan. Yeah. At least you, oh, sister, can wear niqab and there's no questions asked about it. Mm. I mean, the majority of the places. At least, like, it is the norm for you to practice your religion. All the fitna that you're going to do, whatever fitna you do, at least you're praying your salat. Over here, Abdi, do all the fitna and you're not even praying your salat. Wow. So what I'm just saying is like, Alhamdulillah, may Allah protect our children, may Allah protect us, may Allah protect our wives, our Ameen. families, our mothers, our, our fathers. I mean, yeah. And right. guys, I'm going to be honest with you. So uh, environment does play a crucial role. Yeah. And I feel like right here, Abdi, more than ever, we need to be disciplined while we are here to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, in the face, That in itself in the is hard as well. Right. You feel me? Right. So but what are, what are the benefits, though? I want to ask you, what are the benefits of being disciplined? Of being disciplined in a society like ours. So much will lie below to like us. For one, you're accountable. Mm. You're mature. Not a lot of people who are our age are mature. Mm. Quite frankly, you know what I'm saying? It's sad, but <clears throat> it's the truth, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I myself can be immature, you know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect, mm. you know what I'm saying? So, like, the benefits of being disciplined for one like you like i said accountability so you uh hold yourself accountable to pray right you know an aspect of the religion you pray you you know what i'm saying you fast you do the basic common needs that are needed for you to do in islam you know even more if you're that disciplined you feel me Facts. another thing i would say is when it comes to the dunya for one you know exactly where you want to go you don't let other people's influences tell you exactly what to do Mm. You get what I'm saying? Facts. Uh, for one, you don't get into, you know, you hopefully you stay out of fitna a lot more than you should be in, you know what I'm saying? Um, you lower, you know, you learn to lower your gaze. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Because that's a big part of discipline. Yeah. Um, let's dive into that a little bit, right? The All benefit right. of being disciplined and also the struggle of lowering your gaze. Because in terms of discipline, one whole big thing, Abdi, is... Uh, as us as guys and also the sisters who can relate to this, right? Being tempted, yeah, um, you know, and, and having to practice a certain level of self control, yeah, right, and what we can do to maybe protect ourselves and stuff like that. So, man, Abdi, how have you practiced the skill of lowering your gaze, or as a guy, you know, protecting yourself? You're a young brother, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it's hard, bro. I don't got this mug for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard. Hey. You feel me? It's hard, bro. I'm going to be honest with you, especially from a male perspective. Lowering your gaze, like, bro, it's everywhere, no matter what it is you do. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? From Thanks. opening up your Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. Oh, please right don't even there. mention TikTok. You feel me? Don't even mention TikTok to me, bro. I got a post for Talkie Huck and I got to delete the app. You feel me? So it's like, well, like, it's so crazy. They throw it at us, bro. And that's the thing, you feel me? So that's like the craziest thing about it is like how crazy it is. Hey, bro, well, like this is the deadly thing. You know how, this is what I'm starting to think, bro. Like we're going to make a whole separate episode about like the dangers of, you know, or the fitness that us men go through. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead. Like what I was going to say, like. Like how you asked me, like for me, especially how hard it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, go do your like, thing. Like for a lot of us, like especially young Muslim men, mm. you know what I'm saying? With that, with those being, you know, lowering their gaze and all that stuff. Yeah. Like it becomes so hard to the point where it becomes normal for us to actually commit those, either zinna or not, because it's like we see it so much. We're like, you know what? Let's try it. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you're saying you just became desensitized Boom. to seeing everywhere. To the way and now it's like, I can slip into this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let me, you know, let me go see what's up with this thing, you know? Hey, shawty. Bro, that's, that's deadly, bro. You feel me? So that's why I it's say. It's like step by step. You know, that's Even the kids, bro. It creeps up on you. Even the Wallahi, kids. Wallahi, bro. I was so shocked when my sister straight up told me. What she tell you? Like. She's in middle school, bro. I'm so, I feel like just snatch her out of that school, bro. Oh, yeah, what is like, it? I don't, I don't, I just, I hate the fact that, like, it's that normalized for those kids, you know what I'm saying? She'd be like, oh, no. You know, boys just be watching bad things on their phone in class and stuff like that, and they go whoa, to the whoa, bathroom. Whoa, 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 I was like, excuse me? How old are you? Middle school? Middle school. My sister's about to be 13. What grade is that? I forget. Seventh. Oh, seventh. Oh, I remember seventh grade, Abdi. Don't remind me seventh grade. That was some strange times, Live stage times, bro. Middle school? Oh, don't walk into a middle school. You feel me? If I ever teach, it will not be in a middle school. <laughs> that's a that's a dangerous period. Because you starting to figure out who the hell you are. So these kids are watching this stuff and they just talking about it and people are normalizing it. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You start to figure out. Dangerous. Ooh, my body dangerous. works this way? I didn't know that. Mm. You feel me? So that's the thing. So that's forget middle school, it's happening sooner to a lot of people. And when it's normal... Fifth grade, bro. Abdi, even lower than that. I was just listening to a podcast. I don't know, uh, what's that called? I was talking, it was some Muslim brothers. They were talking about how YouTube video, there was a, when I read the Billah, there was a young boy who was doing something mm -hmm. at five years old to himself. <laughs> you know, know I want to have some shyness. How does a five-year-old even think about that? Because he was watching a YouTube video that was very provocative, and he was trying that on himself. I was so shocked. And imagine we just hand our kids, or we hand our nephews, we hand, we say, "Be quiet." Here's this laptop. Here's this iPad. Well, like, bro, the days I have my son, bro, I'm intentional. I say, no laptop, no computer, no iPad, no nothing. You know. Even when I'm changing, when I'm changing his diaper, I'll give him his bottle. I'll give him something because he wants to run from me. You know. But, bro, it's because it's terrifying. What are on these things? The commercials, the ads. And imagine we give these things to the children and they're unsupervised. And, you know, it's crazy. Abdi, wallahi, that's, that, I'm going to be honest with you. I will never disclose any haram that I've done. Right. But I'm going to be honest with you, bro. The dangers that I've slipped into. Because of why? Because I was exposed to these things unsupervised. Or I had friends or classmates that exposed me to these things at a young age. When my mind was not even mentally prepared. Do you see what I'm saying? I agree with you, Y'all fill the gaps, bro. Y'all fill the gaps. Exactly. That's how it all starts. You feel me? That's how it starts. But, like, like how And it's like saying. later on, though, you build a habit, though. Mm -hmm. Now you got movements. Like, there's... I'm going to say this real quick, okay? No disclaimer. Now they have movements for guys that are called, like, NoFap. And these are movements that are started by the Galo, the non-Muslims, mm. right? They're even acknowledging the harms of things like pornography, addiction, yeah, masturbation, right? These things, bro, that's what it is. So they're saying, yeah. abstain from this. But these kids are starting at 12, 11, 13, and they're doing this throughout their whole hormonal period. And later on in their life, they're figuring out, man, I just built this addiction. How do I get out? And some of them don't even see it as addiction. I mean, they think this thing is normal. Are you following me? To the point right now where I'm like, I, bro, I'm telling you, it makes me want to just take my sister out of middle school. 
Subhanallah, bro. And it, the, the 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 reason why I bring this up, yeah, is because in the terms of discipline and self control, how many people addicted to pornography? How many people addicted to pornography, and now maybe they don't even want to get married. Now they're scared of women. Now they're scared of intimacy. They're scared mm. of the thought of it. Now, now they're insecure about their own body anatomy. My question is, are they scared, or the reason why they don't want to get married is because they can get it without being married? There is that too, right? There is the there are some people who have who have locked themselves in the musqusha, the bathroom, mm-hmm. and they they're acting, they're they're being, you know what I'm saying? May Allah forgive you. And then you got people who are like, nah, bro, I'm out here in these streets doing the deed. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. maybe hide it or they or they proclaim it. But either way, both of these individuals, they have to practice self-discipline for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because both of these actions are completely prohibited. True. They're completely haram. And why? There's a wisdom in it. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, why is it? Why is this bad for you? How many people have we heard, Abdi, that get married and there's no intimacy in the marriage? Why? Because the man is addicted to pornography and he's not inter- interested in his wife. Oh, yeah. So these are things that you address before marriage, before just in life in general, right? Mm-hmm. In life in general. Yeah. Address the amount of self-control you have, the discipline that you have. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you don't have self-discipline or self-control, yeah. how can you, or at least a, a good amount of it, or at least working on it, then how can you navigate this life? True. As a, as a, as a citizen, as a community member, as a father, as a sister, as a brother, you need discipline because if you can't control yourself, it's like, you know, if you ain't got self control, then you lost. So let's ask this: How have you developed self control in your life, right, as a young brother in these streets? You know I, what I'm saying? I, I ain't in these streets. Um, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm ain't in these streets. Heck, no, I'm not in these streets. Oh, yeah? I'm saying I'm just a little. I'm saying little guy trying to figure out what his life is really. Trying to worth. get tied down. That's what you're trying to do. Yes, sir. <laughs> You feel me? Hiya? Hey. Nah, but honestly, with Allah, like, for myself, how do I, like, me, for me, I had, it took me a while, honestly, to learn accountability and self-discipline. Mm. I knew what it was, and I knew what the requirements that were needed for me to be it. I just never took part, uh, partake in it. Mm. You feel me? Because I know. Say it again? Backtrack? I lost you there. So you said, you knew what? I knew, like, the direction where I wanted to go and how to hold myself self how to hold myself accountable right. and stay disciplined. Okay. But I didn't do it. Okay. I, I didn't partake in it. Why is that? You feel me? Maybe it's because you know what I'm saying. That's when I used to first graduated high school, where you know what I'm saying. The young wild bucked me. You know what I'm saying. Wanted to try the world out. You was wild after high school. A little bit. I didn't know that. You did. Not after high school. No, during high school. You was trying to get wifed up since you left high school, Abdi. Facts. <laughs> Facts. He's not lying. He's not lying. Nah, during high school. Okay, there you go. During high school. I lied right there. During high school, I was the one, you know what I'm saying? May Allah forgive us all. I mean, you know, I'm not going to really say what I was doing, but you know what I'm saying? Alhamdulillah, I'm in the right path of just not doing it again. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But I knew exactly how to do it because I... In a way, like we talked about earlier, football. You know what I'm saying? So I knew how to hold myself accountable. I knew, yo, come How did on. you apply that? Okay, that was more like the physical self, restraining yourself in that, or like showing up where you need to show it. How did you um, transfer that knowledge into your religious practice in terms of 
committing to your discipline yourself to practice. Pray yourself. Oh, that was that was after high school. Okay, and then abstaining from haram. How did you develop? How did you transfer that? What made you transfer that knowledge? And what gave you that ability to do so? You feel me? Um, for one, no one's perfect. You know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect. Course, where I are. would still always, you know, you're always gonna commit sins. You know what I'm saying? May Allah forgive us I for mean, it. You I know mean. what I'm saying? That's the thing we all have to acknowledge. Yeah. Um, another thing I would say is, how did I like after high school become closer to my religion? For one, it was something that I felt like. Like after that Friday prayer that we went to from my being my first time and start hanging out with more people like me, Muslim, Somali, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I started becoming so much closer and the feeling that I got, I didn't want it to go away. Mm. So I made sure I hold I held myself accountable to continue practicing. Gotcha. You feel me? Not only for like the fact of like, you know what I'm saying, um myself, but for how it made me feel. Okay. You know that did feeling. Did you ever? Did you ever feel that feeling go away? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and what did you do about like when you? Because I experienced that as well. I just want to see from your life though and your input. Like, yeah. How did you navigate that when those when those highs would kind of fizzle out? Um. And staying and staying disciplined even when that did happen, you know. Praying at night. Okay. I feel like that's what I would do. Like, there was times that I cried at night, just praying, just asking God, like, and all honesty, like, please, like. I want to become closer to you. Please help me become closer to you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. You so asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help. Yeah, like asking, like just crying to Allah, like, please help me. If there's one thing that I want to do is get closer to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't want to go back into the life that I used to, you know what I'm saying? Live. Live. You know? Mm. I didn't want that. Like, I knew where I wasn't praying or none of that. I know what I, I like, if I ended up being that, I know what type of lifestyle I would Go towards Yeah You feel me Facts. And it wouldn't be uh, uh, Not a successful one You know what I'm saying Where Facts. Like I wouldn't care about anything You know So that That's what happened to me So to the point where I'm like Okay yep You know just Praying at night And just you know what I'm saying There are times like I don't know if you When we were praying uh, Laylatul Qadr mm. I was crying I don't know if you ever seen me mm. Oh in Dallas Dallas I remember yeah You feel me Cause it was time. like I was like like please Like I love this feeling Just don't take it away from me mm. You feel me Cause once that That's deadly bro Cause it's like A lot of us depend on that feeling Yeah To stay consistent It's like sometimes We don't feel like Getting up for Fajr mm-hmm. Getting up and making wudu We don't feel like it Yeah but We show up Right We show up Seeking Allah Allah's mercy Yeah And it's Ilahi That gives us the ability To do that It's Ilahi Giving us the means, mm-hmm. you know, to act upon that. Cause you anybody can do it, bro. It just takes the willing to be like, yo, and asking Allah. Cause if you're sincere, you realize only Allah Subhanahu wa Taala can give you that ability. Mm-hmm. Only Allah can give you guidance. Yeah. Only Allah can instill taqwa in your heart. Facts. But it's you reaching out. You know, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala even says, if you walk towards Him, He'll run towards you. If you reach out arms, le- if you reach out with your arm, he'll reach out a whole four arms length. Mm-hmm. So it's like make the effort. But a lot of us, we sitting back and we're saying, "Well, I don't feel like it. Or I don't feel like doing this." You know, and mashallah, there's so many young brothers, bro. Wallahi, I'm so proud of mm. because from seeing where they were at and how they are. Allah, wallahi, mashallah, bro. It, and who is that from, though? Hmm? That's Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Mashallah. We say wallahi. that is from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Allah Azza wa Jal guides whom He wills. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's. It's, it's a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And all of us, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to not only guide us, 
but to keep us upright and steadfast after he's guided, guided us. Because how many of us have fall fell back? Mm-hmm. How many of us have completely left? And that's the point of life, bro. Like, people don't understand that. Like, if I fall back or I quit, I'm not going to get up and actually try to discipline myself, hold myself accountable to mm. get back up and go towards the same thing again. Allah. You feel me? We're so quick to give up. That's the thing I hate about what life especially. And how can you give up on the akhirah? That's Makes your one no destination. Do you know if there's one thing that you're certain of, you're gonna die. If there's one thing that you're certain of, is that thing right there, your time. Oh, your I time. Think. Your time is going to come to an mm-hmm. end. If there's one thing, we're not certain if we're gonna have kids. We're not certain if we're gonna have a spouse. We're not certain if we're gonna see our kids graduate or whatever. We're not certain of anything. The one thing we're certain of is that on the we're gonna die, and we're gonna answer for our deeds to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Mm-hmm. So, are we living our lives in in pleasing Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and worshiping Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? Because, bro, bro, we get distracted, bro. We'll lie. I mean, that's the point of like you know what I'm saying. And that's the point of life. Like, if you don't understand, like how the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that, like, what's it called? You know what I'm saying? If Allah created all of us to be perfect, mm. he would destroy us. Sinless. You feel me? Oh, sinless. You know right. what I'm saying? Where we just straight, no one does nothing wrong, he would destroy us because he wants us to see. And replace another know? people who were sinning and call back to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. But the difference is, is the people would be actively what? Seeking Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, seeking his mercy. Boom. And that's the point. You know what I'm saying? You're not You're brought you're not to perfect. this world Not to be perfect You know right, what I'm saying right. All Allah wants us to do is Hey See us mess up Get back up Be sincere Go back to him Be sincere towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala You, you feel me? Run back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Cause it is true what they say You know what I'm saying Once you forget Allah You forget how yourself can you let, Yeah And how can you doubt Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy That's the one thing we have to ask ourselves You know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even says Like I am as my servant thinks of me if you are thinking man, Allah not gonna forgive me Yeah <laughs> You know If you think Allah's not gonna forgive me Man I'm screwed I'm just gonna go kick it You know what I'm saying I'm just gonna live my best life You know Abdi if I looked at it What it's July It's hot girl summer A lot of these girls Being reckless The girl, the guys They be reckless uh, t- uh, 12 months out of the year <laughs> So I'm be honest with you mm-hmm. So People out here Moving funny Abdi But really we have to acknowledge and people saying, what though? What's the mindset? What's the mindset? Allah's not going to forgive me, so I'm going to just do what I want. Mm. The hijab comes off. The guys, you know, the, the just off the rails. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is no judgment. I'm going to be real with you. I'm just a young brother. I'm 21. I can speak on what I see. And if you're mad at it, then you're mad at it. Turn this episode off. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you what I'm seeing. I'm going to speak on what I see about. Come on. So when I'm telling you, Abdi, a lot of us, Abdi, are struggling with this. And we're, and we, you know, instead of saying, I'm going to keep fighting, I'm going to keep turning back, I'm going to be sincere in my effort. No, we're saying, you know, Allah is not going to forgive me. I can't try. Facts. You saying that is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Therefore, mm-hmm. you are not going to be inclined to seek Allah's mercy. And therefore, what? When you die, you didn't even, you didn't even attempt. Mm. You know, they say you reap what you sow. You're sold. out here looking like boo-boo the fool. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? <laughs> so I was like, at least try. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least try. At least be sincere. At least try. Because what other option is there? Because somebody find me another option. I, well, like, Abdi, I don't want to go on a tangent, bro. No, that's you speaking facts, brother. Because cause, cause I, I, I get frustrated sometimes and I have to keep myself back to earth because I have to remember a lot of us let our pride get to the... Uh, a lot of us get our pride in, the, in front of us when mm-hmm. we're being like... You know, when people talk to us, I'm going to be rude, Abdi. 
We act like there's another option. What other option is there for us? We, you know, yeah. Like, like, for instance, like, you know how you said, like, the hot girl summer stuff and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? We live in this reality of, like, we don't give a damn. Mm. You feel me? Like. Or like, we ignore. We ignore, like, to the point of, like, oh, you can't judge me. Only God could judge me. You you sure? Yeah, she can. And when he judges <laughs> you, what you supposed to say? Oh, God, I didn't know. I'm saying it was a hot girl, summer god, just forgive me. You know, somebody said that was so deadly, bro. I was like, this is so deadly. Because, bro, a lot of us, man, we let our pride get in our faces. All of Mm -hmm. us, me too. If you're on the street and you're walking on the street and somebody's like, hey, move out the way. And you look at you and say, who do you think you're talking to? Boom, that truck hits you. Versus, are you going to really say it? No, No. you're not going to say that. If somebody said, yo, move move out out the way, way, you are in danger. We're going to look at the person. Thank you, oh my God, you saved me. Us as Muslims need to advise each other, need to seek counsel in each other, speak the truth with each other. But here's the thing, though. When we see our but brother slipping, we say, hey, bro, I do you slipping, dude. Let's yeah. talk about this. What's up? You look at me and say, this man, you kind of moving funny. Let's talk about this. Yeah. You see your homie. How you going to be shush? Because, oh, I don't want to think he's judging me. No. We are not only holding ourselves accountable. We need to hold ourselves all accountable. True. Because all of us but the, contribute for to me, the outcome of this. For me, Uma. there's like there's a pro and a con to it, and I'm going to be serious with you. Okay. All right? The reason why I say that is because for some, like how you always tell me, before you check somebody, check yourself if you're doing the right thing. Mm. You feel me? So why, why did, like, the, uh, I be seeing on TikTok a lot of people, where's the Haram police at? Where's the Haram police at? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I know you be seeing that. It irritates me. You know what I'm saying? A lot irritates me. Like, I know you be seeing that. To me... Because I'm the Haram police. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what I'm saying? To uh, me, when I see, like when I hear people who give other people advice, yes, it's good. Yeah, you feel me? There's nothing wrong with that, and I encourage people to give advice right, to right, each right. other. You know what I'm saying? But right before you give advice to somebody, can you apply your advice? Could you apply your advice to yourself? Right. You feel me? Do you do it? Facts. You feel me? That's I think that's I, the only yeah, thing that I I have a issue with because there's a lot of people who are. So quick to jump on advising people. Oh, bro, you should do this. Ah, nah, 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 nah. But but that's clownery, though. Th- but there's a lot of people who there's, do that. Okay, but from what I've seen, though, that what I've seen is from what a lot of I've seen people who are actually doing what they should be doing. Now, it's a difference between someone who slips. If I get caught slipping, I get caught slipping. I'm what we mentioned earlier. We all slip. Mm-hmm. So don't call. If someone make a mistake, you hide it for your brother. Yeah. But if you see someone op- openly doing something, and you call out to them, you say, bro. Doesn't matter if it's wrong, right? Yeah. You call out to what is wrong and you make sure that they're aware of what they're doing is wrong. And you incline them and you show, you show them towards good. True. And you getting defensive about it, that says something about you mm-hmm. that you need to check. You know what I'm saying? So don't Facts. shoot the messenger. No, what do they say? Wait, don't shoot them. Yeah, don't shoot the messenger. You know, we ain't no message. The promise of some is the last and final messenger, okay? Yeah. What we're saying is like the person came out you with the message. Take the message. Do you know what I'm saying? The message is with the Sunnah, the Prophet Sallam, and Allah Azza wa Jal. It's not attached yeah. to me. So just because it comes from a person does not belittle the message itself. Do you feel me? Mm. The value of the message. Okay. Take the message. Somebody even said, I think it was Mufti Munir. May Allah reward the brother. I mean, I seen him on Instagram. He said, if someone is even, I think in the context of this, he was saying this. Um, hopefully, hopefully y'all connect with this too. He said, if you find treasure in a dump trash can. Mm-hmm. He found a jewel. Are you going to say, oh, but I found one in a trash can, so I'm not going to take it? 
If no. somebody, right, you're going to take that. I'm going to take it, wash so it, clean it. So if somebody comes at you and they gave you a jewel of advice, maybe the way they said it was not right, or maybe the person themselves uh, is maybe a questionable, mm-hmm. but the message themselves was a jewel that will contribute to the goodness of your dunya and your akhirah. Wallahi, let me take it and put it in my pocket. Let's put the ego to the side. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So we need to be receptive to the truth, to the haqq. We need to be receptive. But when our pride and, and our inclinations and our desires yeah. have pushed us off off the edge, we reject the truth. We hide the truth. It's, it's so harsh to us. We got to stuff it somewhere because we've been bearing it behind us. And it stings when somebody brings it up. I know because I'm talking from experience, Abdi. When people will call me out, I feel uncomfortable. Why? Because that's something I've been hiding. Mm. So we need to, when people call us out, accept the truth. We need to accept the truth and we need to be better and hold ourselves the truth accountable. Shall set you free. Hey, so may Allah guide us and may Allah I keep mean, us upright because we'll we need this in our lives, Abdi. You feel me? Indeed, okay. we do. Um, so, so, okay, wait, let's finish with two questions, okay? How do we practice self control living in an environment where there's so much fitna? So, um, I can, I'll start with this. How do I practice self control? I'm be honest with you. I, I know we did a marriage episode earlier because this is, you know, self control. A lot of it has to do with, you know, holding back from desire, but also um, doing the practicing your dean, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say for me, practicing the dean came through consistency, making it a habit to pray, making it a habit to um, connect and apply it by self in terms of what is asked of me in this religion, mm-hmm. right? And not and not folding when it comes to that. And when I fold or when I collapse, get back up on that. Mm-hmm. Right, making it just a routine, making it a part of my my breathing. You know, if I don't pray my salah, something's off. Like, what's mm-hmm. up? You know, but that comes through repetition, through time, and also valuing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like discipline. Let's address this because it's another part of the mm-hmm. willpower. Right? You ever heard of this term? The willing to do certain things of what you choose to do. Right, but it's also willpower is how much friction internal friction i think i'm saying this right like internal friction or internal Mm -hmm. battle how much effort is required of you to apply yourself in something that you need to do the willpower the strength that you need so for example working out in the gym you getting up every morning to go driving that car that requires more willpower than you hopping out your bed and maybe doing it uh, push-ups and jumping jacks right next to your bed Mm -hmm. there's less friction less willpower so i think what helped me is reducing the amount of friction in my religious practice. That helped through erasing people in my life that were negative influence, right? Mm-hmm. You know, secluding myself and, and only putting around people that are good environment. Uh-huh. My timeline, making sure I ain't following no freaky uh, people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Muting all that, blocking all that, unfollowing all that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That helped. So really making sure because once you are already instilling thoughts in your head then that thought is planting a seed into the heart and what's left is for it to grow for you to entertain it and for what lasts for you to bear the fruit which is the action act upon that mm. so what i avoid bro is the seed altogether i make sure i try to avoid as po- much as possible as my eyes not even touching anything my ear is not even hearing a lot of, what is our music what is the movies what is the shows they're planting a bunch of seeds Mm. And then when the opportunity arises, when Shaytan plots and puts the perfect haram opportunity, you act on it. It's only right because you've been maturing that that fantasy or that thought or that haram in your head and normalizing it. 
So what I do is I allow, I make sure that my environment that I cultivate as much as I can, right? Um, one that pleases Allah Azza wa Jalla, reducing that willpower, right? So that's for me. How do you, Abdi, practice self-control living in an environment where there's so much fitna? I could talk about it from two aspects in my life, you know what I'm saying? Because for one, you know what I'm saying, not saying what I did or did not do, oh, yeah. but for a person who wasn't in a straight path, you know what I'm saying, who's experienced not a lot of things, but did a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I would say from that aspect, it was hard mm. because... I wasn't. A, oh, I was never really around the good environment. You know what I'm saying? I was uh, always around. No, I wouldn't say I wasn't like. There were good people who had good hearts. Mm. Just we were also put together in the wrong environment due to the fact of where exactly we grew up at. Mm. You feel me? Right. So I wouldn't blame the people. I would just blame where this like the surrounding where we grew up, where people we didn't hang out with, just seeing what they do. We wanted to do it. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was that. And after really, you know what I'm saying, transferring different to a different school, um, got started playing football. And after I graduated. So your environment was shifting. My, the yeah, people you were hanging out with was shifting. Completely different. Boom. You know what I'm saying? So now it's more of like an environment of just positivity. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that really, really helped me to the point where I was like, you know what? I like this and this makes me feel so good. Because, excuse me, to the point where I'm like, you know, I'm not stressed about doing something wrong. Mm. I can actually focus on my goal, the dream I've always had. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. There's people that are good, kind-hearted that want me to do good mm. as much as I want them to do good. Yeah. You feel, know what I'm saying? Nice. So, like, how, and then still after that, seeing bad things, you know what I'm saying? Being surrounding, being surrounded by Fitna, looking at Fitna through phone, watching shows that are Fitna, doing all those stuff, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to say it is a cakewalk of just, oh, I'm a dis, you know, I'm not going to do it. It's called discipline for a reason. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. called a discipline. It's because you already have, it's like, it's like going upstream. Yeah. It's like you know your natural is going down here, you flowing. You know what I'm saying? You can't climb, you can't. You can't run on a hill, you know what I'm saying? It's a slow walk. Mm. You feel me? It, you know what I'm saying? So, and it's somebody. I remember somebody said it's a marathon. It'll last longer if you pace it. Mm. You feel me? Boom. So if you pace yourself, so that's that's the discipline. Right. Pacing yourself to know what direction exactly you're going at, because at the end of the day, that finish line is waiting for you, and that's death. Subhanallah. Yeah. At the end of the day, when I get to the finish line. I'll be proud of myself because mm. I did the best I could. I feel you, bro. I feel you feel me? And everything yeah. that got written up for me, I did it mm. to the best of my ability. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So that's how I would say I try to stay disciplined. So pacing yourself, looking at your goals, your objectives, and outlining that and striving for that Boom. constantly. Yeah. Right? And also, I, I seem like you were talking about, what were we talking about as well? Um environment right mm -hmm. so you talked about how you went from a negative environment or environment where people were just doing what they had to doing what the norm in that circle was mm -hmm. versus you go to an environment where the, the norm was maybe a little bit different mm -hmm. that required less friction from you mm -hmm. maybe holding yourself back like i said from my experience is the harder thing to do mm. it requires way more willpower it's like lifting 250 pound bench press mm. versus maybe lifting 130 
Mm. So it's like stop making it hard. Like we're ma- we make it harder than it has to be yeah. by surrounding ourselves with people who are maybe not on the right thing. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Or listening to music that are filthy, especially music in general, but things that are just outrageous. Yeah, that are indoctrinated with sick stuff. Mm-hmm. The shows, the movies, the 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 all these things. You feel me? So Subhanallah, bro. Uh, yeah, bro. I think that was just a lot of insight that was from our own selves, mm-hmm. and I think. Maybe what are some last closing statements that we can maybe give advice to someone who's saying, bro, I'm struggling my self-control, bro. I'm just doing my dirty. I'm doing my Dougie, and I just can't hold myself back. I'm Pace yourself. I'm struggling with my Salat. I'm struggling with all that. What do I do? Like I said, it's a marathon. It lasts longer if you pace it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? With anything you do, don't rush. Don't look to your right or left and see things that are being done and you want to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's your life. To your lane, at the end of the day, that finish line is waiting for you. So what exactly the question is going to be asked is, what did you do after you finished that finish line? What was your, what, how was it? Were you out here doing certain things? Were you out here doing this? Were you out here, did you try to please God? Did You, you know what I'm saying? Did you submit to God? You know what I'm saying? You ask all those questions. So pace yourself, understand why you're, you know what I'm saying? It may take time. I'm going to be honest with you. It may take it's time. It's going time. to take time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's going to take time to understand what's your purpose in this world. You know what I'm saying? But if, like I said, me, for me, it was praying at night and still praying at night. You know what I'm saying? Just asking God for forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? And it could be something else for you. You know what I'm saying? That you do religiously. You know what I'm saying? Just making sure that you get du'a, close to God. Dua. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, asking Huge du- one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, asking God, what asking is for my Allah's purpose? Strength. Saying, Ya Allah, I'm weak. Ya Allah, you created me weak, Ya Allah. And you are you are, you are, are the source of strength. Facts. Ya Allah, so give me from your strength, Ya Allah. Give me from your might. Give me from your mercy, Allah. Facts. And make me amongst those who are continuously returning back to you. Yeah. How, imagine you making these du'as to Allah Azza wa Jal constantly. Inshallah, you'll be amongst those He guides. And inshallah, we keep turning back to Allah. In repentance, in repentance, so that we remain on that path. Because True. best believe we getting swerved left and right. You see what I'm saying? It ain't, you know what I'm There's saying? constantly obstacles in the road that's trying to swerve us. But we got to dodge, dodge, dodge. You feel me? But that's the best advice I could give you. Just pace yourself to the to what, to what your best of... of to pace yourself to the best of the ability. Okay. Um... For me, my advice I would give for someone struggling in self-control, I would say make sure that your environment, control your environment as best as possible. The least amount of times that you're triggered is the least amount of time, the less amount of times you'll act upon something. Mm. So avoid yourself. These are very practical tips. Stop, like hold yourself back from getting triggered in the first place by censoring what you see or what you expose yourself to, what you hear, what type of energy, vibes, people you're around and replacing that with people that will incline you towards goodness, towards khair. Mm. This is actually very practical things. If you want to be something that you're currently not, then you have to be in a, a embrace what you've never been yet. So be open to change. And also, this is a huge one. I want to say that the key to being disciplined and self-control is knowing that what the, compris- the compromises that you're making is in your best interest. Mm. Stop looking at it as a sacrifice. Stop. I think when you start acknowledging this is not a sacrifice, but this is a means of goodness in my life today, mm-hmm. in my goodness in my life tomorrow. 
mm. then I will know that this is not a sacrifice, but this is just a small price I have to pay. Yeah. That is going to bring a huge investment back to me. Facts. So this discipline is just being aware. It's just being awareness. Open your awareness. Sit down. Reflect. Ponder. What do I want? What are my goals? What are my ambitions? If you're really intentional with your life, then you will be forced to be disciplined mm. because you have a goal. You have an objective. Have a goal. Have an objective. It's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? So know that this is in your best interest and inshallah, striving towards it. Those hard times that you feel like, oh, damn, I wish I did that. I wish I did this. It's a small price you had to pay in exchange for something much better, inshallah, that you will get. Acknowledge that. Well, if you acknowledge that, Mm-hmm. Then you've that you gathered everything, inshallah. You won. So, um, all right, bro. Yeah, any last words? I think we gave it all. Nah, man. Hey, look, we appreciate y'all. Alhamdulillah, may Allah bless you all. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode, man. It was a nice episode, huh? Very beautiful, man. Hey, look, if y'all ain't subscribed, subscribe to this channel, inshallah. If you ain't like this video, like by now, this video. by now, y'all ain't like this episode. Like it. And share it, y'all. Share it to your cousins. Share it to your siblings. Share it to your family members that you feel like this will benefit. You know what I'm saying? Alhamdulillah. We hope and pray that this is a means of khair, that it benefits and impacts you guys. And know that we love you guys for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal. And inshallah, we'll see you guys next week. Like this video. Assalamu alaikum. Peace.